Hello, everybody, and welcome to Skim. I'm Scott. And I'm Kim. And we're back doing a show after the holidays. And as you can tell, I'm on a studio mic. Kim's on a phone. Uh, yeah, I'm babysitting the boy. That's okay. Someone's got to babysit the kid. And uh, <laughs> may as well be you, right? Taylor had a photo shoot, and so I am on duty yep. for babysitting. Yep, and he's asleep. He sleeps at 1.30 in the afternoon, so we said, hey. Well, he goes down for a nap at 1.30. I can hear him talking and kicking the wall up there. Is he doing it but now? He's not crying or anything. He just, he likes to just chill by himself. What's, oh, that's interesting. I think that's a good thing for kids. I like, think so. Like if you're a parent and you're like, man, my kid just rolls around in his his uh, crib all night and talks to himself. I think it's all right. I think that's a sign of like uh, active mind and them sort of exploring their world. Yep. And they don't need you there all the time, every second of the day. Yeah. He plays by himself really well. Yeah. And he <laughs> yeah. Do, he doesn't have any of that, like, I mean, every baby has a little bit of, like, when they're tired, they don't want their mom to be gone or whatever. But he doesn't really seem to have much separation anxiety when his mom leaves or whatever. Not and, as much. Sometimes yeah. when they get back, he kind of gets really excited, like, oh, okay, I know. I, know. I didn't realize, but now I realize you were gone a long time. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of a bummer for the boy. But uh, he's he's a good kid, and Kim's over there watching him. So that's why we're doing it this way today. And we didn't do one last week, even though it was Christmas. We probably should have, but I don't know. I know. It was kind of a busy week because it was Christmas. Even though we weren't planning parties or anything, we still had our family, our same seven people that get together, mm-hmm. um, which meant groceries. I mean, I'm at the point now where we get everything delivered. Right. Um, or I do a pickup at the store because a lot of the stores right here, it's free to place your order. They'll shop for it all, bring it out to your car. Yeah. And I really like that because I feel like I'm not one, number one, I'm not impulse buying. Yeah. And number two, it feels really clean. If you need to get home, wash your hands, wash all the things you got, that's fine too. But I didn't walk through a store. Yeah, I agree. Plus, plus fun things happen. Like, um, we should tell this quick story. Last time Kim did it at a Target, was it? Or Smith's or whatever it was. Um, the lady who brought it out to the trunk, her phone fell out into our, into our trunk while she was (laughs) putting the stuff in there. So Kim got home and goes, Oh crap, I've got this lady's phone. And you ran it right back and found her and took care of it. But yeah, it was, it was kind of funny. She was so worried. And I was like, it's not a big deal. I don't mind bringing it back to you. I have to think you made her freaking day. Like, Yeah, I think a lot of people may not have noticed it for longer or said, I'll take it later. Yeah. You know, or when I go back over there, I'm not getting back in my car. But I was, it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. It was, a, it was actually Sprouts. I really like oh, Sprouts. sprouts yeah. yeah, we do like Sprouts. But, uh, you know, like anyone else doing that, just think of the immediate anxiety of like my phone fell out probably in somebody's car. They either don't know about it yet or are going to keep it. Or, you know, like all the bad stuff goes through your head <laughs> and you're just so mad and, and it's such a pain to do that. And right now it's even worse and blah, blah, blah. And then you showed up. It probably made um, I'm guessing it made her whole so. week. I, I hope so in the week of Christmas that you get people doing good things for people. Yeah, you'd hope so, right? Tis, I hope so. Tis the season for giving. Speaking Tis of which, season. it went all right. We had a fun time. And like you said, uh, SSP, same seven people. So the three of us who live here, uh, Nick, who uh, is very careful because he has to be for his job. And the other two, uh, and baby, Nick or uh, T- Taylor, Dylan, and the baby, who are also kind of 
cloistered away uh, as well as they can be. As and well as they can be. Yeah, yeah, we didn't see anybody else. We've got a couple of in-laws on both sides of the family that have COVID now and are, you know, s- s- isolating themselves and trying to, you know, make sure they're not spreading it any further. But as a result, we couldn't see any of them. I couldn't see my mom. Uh, yeah. Couldn't see your and mom life or still dad. goes on, but it's really hard for um, those of you who usually get to see family on holidays. Yeah. But also, get- Dylan had a great grandmother pass away during or last week mm-hmm. and the funeral I think is today. It's like kind of crazy because they're not going to take the baby to the funeral. Taylor and Dil- Taylor and the baby aren't going, but Dylan's going to go. So this, this, crazy this grandmother, this great grandma, wasn't she so, like, wasn't she like 110 years old or something? She was super old. Uh, she was in her late nineties. I don't okay. think she was 110. <laughs> okay. So late nineties, <laughs> um, which means, she and at some point in the nursing home she was in, didn't she get coronavirus and then recover? That's the last thing she got. Yes. Did that did that contribute to her death or was it? Yeah, it that's did? what she was. She was diagnosed with it right before she passed away Ugh, in a nursing home. Yeah. Um, she hadn't been doing well for a long time, but I think that was just like the final straw. It's too much for someone who's already sick. Yeah, she could have had the flu or ten other things that would have done it. But right, right. But she also had dementia. She didn't recognize a lot of people visiting her. And so it was Probably it was time. a rough one, but yeah. it was her time for sure. Probably time uh, for that to go down. So anyway, as a result, all the time that we got to spend with them was great. And it ended up being just nicer than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be kind of down and weird. And it's not Felt perfect. Like but Missing things. <laughs> yeah, but it's not perfect. Or it's not. Yeah, it wasn't perfect, but it was far from horrible. And I know there are a lot of other people in worse situations. So, you know, we don't feel so bad about what happened here. Worked out good. Um, We're kind of doing, I mean, I'm babysitting today. Yeah. And I, uh, I think I have one more time and then we're taking like two weeks off because we need to take that break again. Yeah, we do that. We do that every once in a while, like with Dylan going to this funeral, that's a perfect time to say, all right, let's, there's a two week window here. We're going to, we're going to break it off again. And then yeah, we just right after Thanksgiving for the same reason because yeah. they were his family after us, and right. It's, it's good to just be careful. It sucks because you know you don't get to see them, but at least we have like FaceTime. I FaceTime the baby every day. Yeah, and it's so fun because now he's saying Nana. <laughs> oh, he is. He is saying Nana. He doesn't know what to really? call me yet. Yeah, he probably he should call me Scary Guy in a red suit because I freaked him out on Christmas Day. <laughs> you had fun with that. Well, I love it. let's look at it this way. For as long as I can remember, you have been ma- you have been making me wear that suit for Christmas <laughs> stuff when our kids were little, when everybody's cousins and everybody else were around. Like Scott would put on the suit, and I have to admit, honest here, tw- over twenty years ago, probably yeah. twenty five years ago, you were having. Yeah, oh, it's longer than that. Gosh, twenty. Seven years ago, you were having your grandmother sit on your lap and tell her how good she was. <laughs> I remember you've been doing this for a very long time. Right. Now, what made it great or fine or something I enjoyed that whole time was that it was always little kids involved because kids are great. And I I love that. I love, you know, getting them super stoked about Christmas <laughs> and asking for so presents. And, Christmas. Yeah, it's it's great. But the last few years, if I'm honest, the last, I don't know, three or four Christmases, everyone's teenagers and or getting married and there's no little kids. What? Little kids? Yeah, there's no kids. So now we got some coming up. We got a new generation of kids coming up. But I don't want to 
be up there with uncles on my lap anymore. It sucks. Uncles on your lap. Yeah. Lame. <laughs> so we're not doing that anymore. Instead, <laughs> that's why that's why I was so happy to put it on this Christmas because I was like, all right, here's a little guy right here. A little kid, you know? Yeah. That I'm into, but I cannot do. Uh, he was not happy with that. No. No, he was less it, than thrilled he, is a good way of putting it. Less than thrilled. Yeah. Last year, he was less than a year old, and so he sat on Santa's lap, stared at him like he was the devil, but didn't ever cry, which was funny. Yeah, I never got uh, truly upset about it. Him, but not didn't ever cry. This year, he was like, don't even, don't even touch me. Yeah. Get away from me. Give me my present, but get away from me. Yeah, I'm not even <laughs> sure he makes that connection. I think he just was like, what the frick is this? And and he just seemed Why are they walking into Nana's house. Yeah. Very uninterested, <laughs> but it was still worth it. And as he starts to connect the two things and say, Oh, presents are connected to this guy in red and a beard. Then I'll, then he'll, he'll, he'll ease into it. It'll be fine. Cause he's what two years, he's two years old next month. Right. Or yeah, this month or, from Nana and pops. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He still doesn't know what to call me though. Which was back to my original point. Um, I don't know. That's fine with me. He gets super stoked and smiley when he sees me, and that's all I care about. So. Oh, yeah. And he's so into hugging right now. Just the best hugs ever. Yeah, he's a hugger boy. So, so, so cute. Sounds like a rap album. Hugger boy. Hugger boy. Yep. We can call him. Or your d- drug dealer. Hugger boy down the street. <laughs> anyway, uh, so we wanted to get a show out before the end of the year. Uh, this is New Year's week, obviously, and we're planning on our very first 2021 episode to happen on next Monday. So So what are your New Year's resolutions, Oh, gosh, dude. We haven't even talked about it. And it can't be the regular lose weight, read how many books, 12 books. I mean, they're all good ones. But do you have any, like, really great different resolutions this year? Well, I have three. Uh, By the way, the the getting in better shape, eating better, that stuff is definitely on there. Mm -hmm. But it's not my main one. I have two this year. One, publish my card game. Get that out the door. I like it. Number two, publish, write and help publish a children's book written by me, illustrated by my daughter, Carter. I want to get that out this year uh, and get that going. I want to just start moving that machine because I think there's... Like you're talking to somebody else, my daughter, Carter. Yeah. Like, you know, if you're not involved, <laughs> you know, you don't live here. Um, <laughs> what okay. else? Lots of stuff like that. I want to like cr- hit some creative highs uh, this year and, and really nail some stuff that isn't you know, traditionally what I do. Yeah. And thinking or hoping that some of that will, you know, I don't know. I just want to broaden, broaden the horizons of what I do a little bit uh, this year. And then all things willing with the COVID business. Uh, I'd like to go somewhere cool with you. This no, year. I'm that. I know you are. You are, are all, you're always down with it. I have to say, though, whenever you say eating better and working out, that kind of makes that one of my goals then, because I'm the one that cooks in the house. <laughs> well, I mean, here's Good. the thing. I, that's That means I have one. Already. Oh, I have a question to ask you. I'm glad you brought this up with the food. We were on TMS this morning, and Brian said that he thought he had heard that putting a slice of melted cheddar on your apple pie was a southern thing. And I've never even heard of it. I've heard of it, but I've never done it. Is it Southern? Is it like a thing where you grew up? Oh, I'm not really sure about it being Southern. I never had it. 
Um, I didn't have family did that, that did that. Yeah. My family was more into, they didn't really make pies as much. Yeah. It was more trifles. I mean, think it was like the eighties back, you know, whenever I remember this, a lot, a lot of trifles and pound cakes and layered, beautiful cakes and red velvets. I didn't have a lot of apple pie growing up. Like I didn't have any one in my family that specifically made the apple pies. Mm. Aunt Leola made a coconut cake. Aunt Rhonda made a pecan pie. Wow. I mean, they all had their things, you know, that they did really well. My grandmother always made a lemon cake. Oh, my gosh. It was so good. That sounds really good. A lemon cake would be great right now. I never had anyone making apple pies. So, no, I never had that. So, they'll make... They'll make their desserts. This is the tradition in the South. You make your desserts. You get up, stand up in front of the table, ding, ding, ding on the glass to get everyone's attention, say three or four racist remarks, and then feed everybody the cake you just made. Right? Isn't that how it works? Okay. <laughs> we didn't have cake for dinner. Oh. Um, my family, um, growing up. My I like that you just my- skipped right over the racist comments part. That's funny. I did, because that <laughs> did happen. <laughs> but we had seafood gumbo every year at Christmas. Yeah. Um, Day. It was a huge pot yeah. of seafood gumbo with crawfish, crab meat, uh, shrimp, and then it had whole Dungeness crabs in there. Like, it was awesome. What does a Dungeness crab mean? Well, you could have Dungeness crab or blue crab. They're just different varieties of crabs. Mm. I'm trying to find here. Dun- Dungeness crab. Why do they call them that? Oh, here we go. Okay. So Dungeness, not Liss, but Ness. Ness. Yes. Um, it's a. It's, it's also called Cancer Magister. That's cool. That's probably why they. It's the one that <laughs> they base that. Oh, the cancer sign. Sign off of. Oh, right. I'm a cancer. You know. Are you now? Yeah. I, when I was younger, I used to. I used to convince myself that because I was, my astrological sign was Cancer, it meant I would never get actual cancer in my life. Wow, that's a good well, way to look. It turned at out it. to be true. Not to be true because that weird neck thing. Remember that that they took off. Yeah, yeah. So it didn't really work. Maybe it's <laughs> die from cancer. Maybe that's what I meant. Anyway, uh, it says it lives in eelgrass beds and water bottoms. That was my wrestling name in high school. Oh, water bottoms. Yep. Uh, <laughs> t- they grow up to 20 centimeters. That's about 7.9 inches in their carapace. I'm trying to find out why they have the name. They I don't, don't say. know. I, just know I guess it's because you know what it is? I found it. That we're literally the color of blue on the back of their shell. Well, it's really pretty. what it says here is that they, because of where they hide in the rocks, they're like dungeons. That's why they call them that. Okay. So there you go. We've learned something today here <laughs> on the Skim Show. But it um, made the seafood gumbo really, really good. Oh, like hell yeah, the flavor did. cooked in there. Yeah, it was a heck of a thing. I love it. It was okay. a heck of a thing. We got a uh, we got a Skim contact SOS from a listener. Would you like to hear what Alex says? Yes. Okay. Alex uh, Wills is this person's name. I'm trying to think if I know them from anything else. Can't think of it. I know a lot of Alex's. Whoops. Why is that? Why is that happening? Go away. Okay. <laughs> uh, so Scott and Kim, over the last year or so, my significant other has been casually dropping hints and comments about where we are getting married or when rather. Uh, you ever going to put a ring on my finger or that kind of thing? Uh, Now, in true Chandler Bing fashion, I have been throwing her off the scent by sidestepping the comments and poo-pooing marriage in general. She is always responding in a true Monica fashion by getting very upset when I do. 
You'll appreciate this whole thing because you like that friend show. So you're, you're good. <laughs> says, alas, it is all a ploy. I finally saved up enough money, enough money and recently made the purchase of a ring to propose with. I'm uh, waiting to do this around New Year's, hopefully. So this week sometime, Wait, maybe. you just said his name? You can't, you can't do that? What if she hears this? She won't hear this. I mean, why would he send this in if he can't hear? He said, uh, he didn't say not use his name. At the very end, like we've gotten the very last sentence is, please don't mention my name. No, he doesn't do any of that. <laughs> That's the thing. Oh, I should mention that. If you guys don't want your name mentioned, you got to put it early. That's the other thing. This one doesn't say it at all, but that's I'm glad Kim brought it up. Anyway, um, let's see. I finally saved up enough money to do it. I'm wanting to do this around New Year's Eve or New Year's. Uh, hopefully, well, we'll see how it goes, but I'm a total dude and barley. I think you meant barely. Barely have <laughs> any romantic moves or ideas when it comes to actually to proposing. I'm very sure she will want it to be in some memorable and special way, but I'm at a loss of uh, how to go about it and it being super lame or cliche. Scott, how did you propose? How did Dylan do it? Help, Alex. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what I did, and then Kim can tell you if it was any good or not, okay? Okay. So <laughs> I went with my mom to get a ring because I didn't know what I was doing. That was actually really smart. Yeah, felt, it felt smart at the time. It was. And she was she was all in on that idea. She liked it. Anyway, so we went and did that, got a ring, uh, took him on a date. Part of that date was going there's all houses there now, but up on the the uh the edge of this mountain, um on the east or excuse me, the west side of the valley, there was this big, beautiful sort of area we could drive up there and just see the whole city from there and nothing else. It was the east side, but it was also like a make out point. Did because I say west side? I meant east side. That is what I meant. <laughs> it was kind of a make-out point. A lot of people go up there to make out or did. Because you could see the whole valley from there. It was yeah. beautiful. Yeah. But it's now, you know, like I said, big homes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the time, it was nothing. So I took her up there and uh, just we were hanging out and stuff. And I just got about in the middle of things and said, oh, by the way. And then here it is. And I asked her to oh, marry by me. by the way, here it is. Yeah. By the way, here it is. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't you say that. You actually asked me, though. Yeah, I asked you. I said, "You will, you know, will you marry me?" And I showed you the ring, and uh, you said yes, and you cried. Of course. Um, and then I farted and ruined the whole thing in the car. <laughs> Just kidding. That didn't happen. Ruined the whole story. <laughs> yeah. Didn't we do it? Did we do it during Faithfully by Journey or not? I can't remember. I think you're playing that. <laughs> the way you just said that. Did we do it? During I think, <laughs> did we do it? Oh, you asked me during, <laughs> while you had that song playing. Yes, that's our song. Yeah, I did. Yeah. And uh, that made it a little extra special, it's I suppose. romantic. Mm-hmm. It was it was very unexpected. I didn't know. I had flown in that day from visiting my family for Christmas. So I'd just gotten back that day. Oh, that's right. So I, I forgot. I didn't expect it at all. Like I took you almost straight to the, almost straight from the airport. Well, I came home. I got ready because you were like, look, we're going to go on a date. And I thought I don't need to have like airplane hair. So <laughs> <laughs> it's the best kind of hair. But yeah, that's how it went down. And she thankfully said yes. And um, everything went well. You know, it's funny. You were making fun of the doing it comment earlier. People still email us all the time and and just they do not believe that we were uh, virgins when we got married. They don't believe it. There's nothing wrong with that either. It's okay so. if they don't believe us. That's fine with me. That's uh, fine. But we. Oh, and Dylan did very similar thing except in a canyon by a big waterfall. Yeah. Yeah. 
really all it is. You know what anyone ever needs? They just need to know that you kind of had some effort in it. And Make didn't just special, do it. Yeah, you didn't just do it at the gas station while you're waiting for your tank to fill or something dumb. Like, <laughs> Someone told me a story the other day, and I was dying because I thought this is the most unromantic. So don't do this. Okay. They threw the box at them and said, "See if this fits." Oh my gosh! And like, say no. Absolutely <laughs> not fit. <laughs> this doesn't this fit not at all. Work for me. Yeah, that's weird. Why would you do that? <laughs> I think they had been together a really long time. Yeah, it seems bad. I was just like, okay, you can't just blow it off. Like, oh, I just don't know what I'm doing. So here you go. Yeah. Let's pretend that that was romantic because it wasn't. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, but I but you don't. But you also don't need to. You know, hire an airplane to paint have it in all the, the sky. Fair. It doesn't need. Right. Don't hire a band right now. No, you don't need to get. You know, Make it special for her. Whatever her favorite thing is. Figure that out. And don't do a prank. People hate pranks. Don't do that. <laughs> like having a cop pull you over and then pretend he's all mad because you did something wrong and then say, oh, your husband has a question for you. Will you marry him or something like that? Like, that's don't funny. Them <laughs> yeah, those are fine as funny little moments for some people, but I just think they kind of anno- they annoy me. So yeah. don't do that. It and depends on their personality, though. Also, if don't. You if, guys are prank a pranking couple, then hey, maybe that works for you. I guess that's true. Or if you're at a baseball game, basketball game, whatever, well, I guess that's not happening these days. There's but nothing going on. So you have to find something she likes to make this special yeah. for. You got to improve it on your own. You can't just keep saying, I'm not good at this. Yeah. Right, Scott? Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> gifts. I'm terrible at gifts. <laughs> you I know, really I'm not am. good at this is what I get every year. I'm bad at it. I'm really bad at it. Once in a while, I come up with an idea and I'd be like, yeah, look at me. But it's usually like not around the right times. It's just like randomly. That's even more fun, though. I'll be honest with you. When you just think of a good thing for me, you get it for me and then you surprise me with it any time of the year. Fantastic. Here's, I'm the, okay. here's the problem, though. All year, Kim and I are like, oh, we did this thing. So we're not we really we're not going to get anything for Christmas. OK, yeah, let's <laughs> not get anything for Christmas. It's just beyond the kids or whatever. And then 12 days of Christmas comes up and Kim's like, I've got you a gift for every single day of every 12 days of all the stuff. leading. It's like, whoa, <laughs> slow down there. This is I don't have this because I really enjoy that. This is as much fun for me and a gift for me as it is for you. That's true. <laughs> she gives me soaps and lotions and then keeps them. Just kidding. That's, that's not, true. not even true. That's not What'd true. You, at all. What was your 12th day? Because all um, the ones coming up to that were good. They were fun and they were, you know, silly little gifts. But what was number 12? Number 12 was this rad blanket that Kim had made by some local seamstress or what do they what do they call themselves? Quilters. Quilter. Whatever. Yeah. Professional quilter lady made a, a big quilt out of all my nerdy t-shirts. And not I don't mean stuff like brands I'm into or stuff I'm fans of. <laughs> But they like, were all designed by you, every yeah, T-shirt. All nerdtacular designs. Uh, a couple of them, one or two in there may not have been, but it doesn't matter. They're all like stuff around my stuff. And they're shirts that are old and starting to wear, and I can't really fit in some of them anymore and that kind of stuff. So it's like perfect. I didn't even know they were gone. And you <laughs> That's had them, the best part. <laughs> <laughs> you had them sewn into this big grid, and it's just this awesome, comfy movie blanket, and I love it. Yeah. It's all quilted. It's really cool. So you're good at that stop. kind of thinking. I can't think of those things. Like if this you said, is the difference though, I think way ahead. I took this. I took all the bin of t-shirts to her. Mm-hmm. Very COVID-like. We had them in a bin. Dropped them off on her porch. She left them in her house for two weeks before she started on it. And then when she was done, she put it in the same bin. 
mm-hmm. put it on her porch. I took it home and it was stayed, you know, away from her. So we were, we were being very cautious, but I had to drop this off to her in October yeah. in order to get it with enough time for her to leave it, quilt it, you know, like sew it together and then quilt it and all that stuff. So I did think way ahead. I usually start Christmas shopping and thinking about what I'm going to do by August. Mm-hmm. And then I'm usually done by Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You do stuff way ahead. Sometimes a year ahead I've noticed and it's weird. <laughs> it's freaking weird that you do that. It's but freaking I, weird. But it I is. love it. No, I love it. I'm not going to complain. Okay, good. Anyway, uh, so good luck with that. We hope you find uh, something cool. Yeah, find find something she loves. You're going to do great. Yeah. I, think I have no be. doubt. Uh, Chris wrote in, says he'd been listening to the show since the beginning and loves it, and went on to say the game that we play now as a family, because so we talked about what board game card games are our favorite. The uh, game they're playing right now is Uno. We have at least a dozen versions of the game. Uh, our current verisimilitude of choice is Uno Flip. I think we played Uno Flip, didn't we, once? I think so. That sounds really familiar. Yeah, really familiar. Anyway, as I started thinking about this topic more, I remember that my grandparents and great aunts and uncles used to play also. I remember after dinner on Christmas at my grandparents' house, they would clear the dining room table and play Sheep's Head. Grandpa and Grandma plus great-grandma and great-grandma, my great-aunt and my two great-uncles played Sleep Shed. Uh, for nickels and dimes for hours. This is some of my most vivid memories of Christmas. So awesome. I don't even know what that is. Sheep's head. It's probably a, well, if they played it with nickels and dimes, it was somewhere up there with poker. It sounds like. Must have been, yeah, some gambling game. Version of the game. Um, Says many of those memories of my family have since passed, most recent being my grandfather, Gerhardt. Not from, uh, it's none of the Gerhardts on season two of Fargo. Um, He passed a few days after Christmas in 2018 at the age of 93. That's pretty good. Uh, in honor of those happy memories after dinner uh, at his funeral, we played a game of Sheep's Head. Again, no one was very good at it, but that wasn't the point. Just to remember them and bring them back for a few laughs. Thanks for all the wonderful topics and stuff you guys bring up. And Merry Christmas uh, to you all. Chris from Wisconsin. Well, that's super nice. Awesome. I love yeah, it. that was a nice little story. I love the idea. Um, we used to do that at your house after Thanksgiving dinner. Just, just cleaning off the table and starting a game. Uh, what was yours? What was your family playing? Uh, smash. 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 It probably is something like that. Everyone has a different name for it. Yeah, Smash was awesome. We played that like crazy. House. Yeah. When we got married, all the couples, we were all married pretty close together and would clean off the kitchen table or the dining room table and play games after. Do you remember dinner. how competitive and mad Ken would get in that game? He would get so competitive and when- in, there, in Smash. And Wendy. Oh, Wendy and Wendy was- too? Wendy also? I don't remember Wendy getting too competitive. I guess she was. Oh my gosh. Are you kidding? <laughs> she was like up on the table. Yeah, I guess she did. She got really into it. She would like stand up at the very beginning of it. Like, no, no, no. I'm not even going to sit down. Yeah. One of these days needs to write down the rules as I know them and then share them out to people because it's a great game. It's really fun. It's really fun. Um, one more email from Stuart Cooper. This is actually older. I missed it before and I found it. Uh, actually in spam for some reason, which makes no sense. But uh, this was actually sent back in November, but I'm going to read it now because I think it's good. He says, hey, y'all, where do I sign up for the Church of the Gospel of St. Blaine? Frog Pants <laughs> chapter. This sounds exactly what I was raised with. Cheers, Stuart in Australia. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah, this has come up a bunch lately. Um, I did an interview with Justin Robert Young on his politics show about why the last four years of politics have just completely offended me to the core and talked about sort of 
my upbringing and expectations of people around me and having those being kind of shattered in the last bit. And uh, a lot of it came down to the way I was raised is just apparently not yes, it, not as common it. as I thought. And it bums me out that it's not. Yeah. And it's got nothing to do with religion or dogma or, or theology or anything. It's just about, it's yeah. a decency code kind of, I don't know. It's hard yeah. to explain. But I think you had that too. You had a little judgment there too, but you had, you know, you grew up with a, a good decency code, I think, as a general rule. I think so. I think that was that's why it was easy to teach our kids what to do and not do. Yeah. Plus, you would, you know, you're giving the way you give, like your giving habits, definitely come out of your your upbringing. Like, yeah, yeah. Your mom, right. your mom will give a nail file to to a, someone in jail. Like. <laughs> She's she's helping everybody out all the time and stuff like that. And that's that's definitely rubbed off on you. Anyway, if you want to send us your emails, you can. Uh, it's skimshow at gmail.com. Skimshow at gmail.com. But you have to come back and tell us how it goes after you propose. Right. Please. So we oh, yeah, need yeah, that yeah. email. Yeah, we need to follow up. I want to know what happened. Yeah, we need follow up. All right, William Townsend just sent this in. Oh, cool. And this is weird because he can't listen. We're not doing this live. But zero minutes ago at 2.05 p.m., it's still 2.05 p.m., he sent this email that says, do, you, do y'all put sharp cheddar cheese on your slice of apple pie? If you don't, you should. <laughs> That's funny. It's if like you he, don't, good? No, he says, if you don't, you should. Oh, you should. I haven't tried it, but I love, love, love apples and cheese. Like on a charcuterie board or a veggie platter. Love sharp cheddar and cheese together. I mean, sharp cheddar and apples together. Yeah. So I would imagine it's probably really good. I've just not ha- tried it. Yeah. I'm, I'm in. I'm into trying it. I may not so, like it. I may not. I may even. I may even predict that I won't like it, but I'll try it. We're okay. gonna try it because Carter got apples to make apple pie this week. Oh well, then pff, what are we even doing? I think I'm making apple pie with your monk fruit. That's oh, our plan. Right, monk fruit sweetener. Mmm. I think if we make a little bit, we could just do a hand pie. We could put cheese in. A hand pie? Yes. Oh, like a little, little tiny pie. They look okay. Like they're okay. like little hand pies. All right. I never, yeah, I haven't heard that term, <laughs> hand pie. That sounds like something a kid would make with the mud. I guess it's a mud pie. <laughs> I don't know what's what. I have no I idea. Promise. I think you're going to like it. That's why you two cook and I don't. All right. Um, once again, another excuse that I just live by. I don't cook, so therefore I don't. Or I don't I I don't cook often, therefore I can't. That's my attitude. Ah, uh, there you go. Yep. Y'all need uh, your hard drive fixed? I'll, I'll help you out. You want pie? Forget it. It's not happening. Uh, I think that's going to do it for today. Am I missing anything? Anything else you want to say to the people today? No, I think no. we're good. Yeah. You guys have a great New Year's. Hopefully everything goes well on your... Uh, on your planning and your New Year's resolutions and goals. Crossing yeah. my fingers for you. It's tricky, so I really hope you <laughs> do. Oh, I know what I wanted to say. Go listen to my interview with uh, Paul Sung-Hyung Lee from um, uh, Kim's Convenience, from the Mandalorian, Mandalorian. Yep, from- all that stuff. <laughs> Guy's awesome. It was a really fun conversation. He's, he's as nice as you think and then some, and it was a really great 
about an hour conversation about him, his career, Star Wars, being a nerd, growing up Korean and uh, in a world that wasn't all, you know, Korean, like these sorts of things. Uh, really interesting deep dive. So if you haven't heard to get to know your true heroes. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I didn't put it on the skim feed, but I put it on almost everything else uh, with some exceptions. So if you don't see it pop in another show you already listened to, you can find it on the blog at frogpants.com slash blog. And of course, our website at frogpants.com slash skim. <laughs> I think that's it. I uh, think that's it. Yep. Have we'll be back in 2021. How do you feel about 2020? How that goes? Uh, I hope it's good. I yeah. need it to be good. Yeah. You really loved this year, though, right? Really loved it. My gosh. <laughs> I need this year to be over. It sucked. So I can see how 2021 goes. Well, here's the problem. <laughs> 2021 may have gradual improvement, but it sure isn't going to be overnight. <laughs> so no. uh, this idea that as soon as 2020 goes, that we're all good, <laughs> is probably not accurate or healthy well, to think that way. I'm realistic, but I'm hopeful. Uh, hopeful and realistic. Those are two good things to be. Hopeloristic. <laughs> no, no, no. Wait. Real hopeful. Anyway. Doesn't matter. Real, I'm real hopeful. Real hopeful. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you see next ya. time. Bye now. Ready for breakfast. Here's the table. Father, father, Bill and Mabel.